And welcome back to the Labari Media Podcast. I'm your host, Joseph Curry. And today on the show, we're going to be talking about customer experience. That's not to be confused with customer service. Well, we talked to a guest about that in Ghana about, you know, the whole customer service, customer experience feel, because sometimes it can get a little bit, you know, hard to differentiate sometimes. So on today's show, we talked to Maureen from Bounty CX. She's a customer experience expert. So we wanted to get her thoughts on the whole customer service, customer experience in Ghana and what's been happening. Like, what does she see? What are the trends and everything else? So decided to sit down, have a little chat and talk about customer experience. Hope you enjoy. So welcome to the Labari Media Podcast. I'm your host, Joseph. And on today's show, we have a special guest today with us. That's Maureen. Hi, Maureen. How are you doing? Hi, Joseph. Thanks for having me on here. Cool, cool, cool. So I wanted to get you on here because I had a couple of questions about customer experience. I know you're kind of an expert in that field. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, so before we kick off the questions, just want to know, um, when we talk about customer experience, or just let me know about Bounty CX, because that's what you kind of rebranded to. So if I'd ask, if somebody asks you, what is customer experience? How would you define it? Okay, so I would define customer experience as the various perceptions your customers have um, across the different touch points and or interactions they have with your brand. So um, usually from a customer experience perspective, we know that customers will interact with your brand through various touch points. It could be phone, it could be email, it could be social media, it could be all of them. But whatever perception you're creating across those touch points is what the customer experience is. Okay, that's great. Okay, and how long have you been doing this for now? So it's been seven years um, since I initially, it was uh, my agency, my customer experience agency was called Bawani Consult. We recently rebranded to Bawani CX. Um, So basically, yeah, it's a full service customer experience agency. We help businesses uh, develop their customer experience and use that to accelerate business growth. Um, It's a lot of learning and development resources, trainings, and consultations. Oh, that's cool. Cool. So since you've been doing this for the past seven years, like how would you describe the overall customer experience in Ghana so far? Um, I think there's been some improvements. Um, when I initially started uh, with this agency or even working within the customer experience space in Ghana, a lot of business owners did not know what customer experience was. Mm-hmm. Um, so what you find with emerging markets is there's an understanding to some extent of what customer service is, but not so much what customer experience is. So I spent a lot of time educating business owners and their employees on why there needed to be a mindset shift from focusing just on the customer service to focusing on the entire customer experience. Um, in the last few years, I would say maybe in the last three years Mm -hmm. or Mainly since the pandemic, um, primarily because the pandemic kind of made business owners realize that 
they didn't really have a way to get in touch with their customers mm. once <laughs> once the pandemic happened. Right. So they had to start thinking of, you know, I, do I collect customer data? What can I change to be able to interact with my customers outside of the transaction? And then we also had, just before the pandemic, we had the year of return in Ghana. And that saw a huge increase in tourists coming into the country. And obviously, coming from different countries, they had their different expectations. Um, so businesses... There was a boom in businesses, especially within the hospitality industry, but they also realized that in order to compete, um, because it was becoming more competitive, they needed a way to differentiate themselves. Um, so there has been an increase in terms of like the focus on customer experience um, over the last three years, I would say. Okay, that's good. So you mentioned that it's been there's been some improvement. Um, what areas would you say that maybe haven't improved yet? <laughs> There's so many areas. There's so many areas. Um, I think what I will say is that the improvement is generally focused um, around the, I would say, the food and beverage industry, food right. and beverage and hospitality industry. Um, in other areas, I think that what we've seen is that there has been an increase in technology. Mm -hmm. um, so in the financial services and telcos, they're using more AI um, and technology to improve their customer experience. But from the grassroots level, I would say that there needs to be more education with the customer facing staff right. before we will see a bigger improvement industry-wide. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. So basically um, the companies need to focus on more staff training as far as customer experience, right? Exactly. There's no, there really isn't a culture of learning and development, mm. employee learning and development in, I would, let's just, since we're talking about Ghana, I would say in Ghana, um, it's more reactive. Mm. So generally business owners will schedule a training or some kind of training for their employees because there might be, there might've been a negative experience or like some backlash from a customer. So right. okay, like now we have to train our staff, but there's no actual learning and development process or framework within a lot of businesses. Um, there has been, what I have noticed is that thanks to a few visionaries within the hospitality industry and the food and beverage industry, I've seen more uh, like an increasing amount of business owners spending more and investing more in educating their staff, like their managers, their bartenders, their waiters, their servers, even flying them to different countries mm. to get educated, which is excellent. I'd like to see that across other industries as well. well that's interesting. So would you say the customer experience field is getting better? Because when I'm thinking about customer experience services or businesses, I not a lot of them come to mind. So would you say that it's getting better? There are more players in the field? Um, within our the customer experience field, yes. So definitely in Ghana, what I've seen actually within the last again the last two three years, there there's now a customer experience professionals association mm -hmm. in Ghana. So we're seeing an increase in, increase in the number of people, the number of customer experience professionals. Um, I think before this, it, uh, it was more so individuals that were just um, mm. they were doing customer experience in conjunction with other things like marketing. But now we're seeing people that are just shifting from just customer service to um, actually focusing on developing customer, customer experience for businesses. Right, okay, that makes sense. And I know you mentioned that the fact that we had the, the pandemic in March of 2020 
and businesses were mm-hmm. now kind of trying to scramble to more get more customer data, things like that. Like, so basically, which would you say the food and beverage industry is looking to use more technology like AI bots and things like that? Or is it still kind of, have we gone back to our old ways of just trying to not using anything at all? No, I, I think I don't see them using technology as much. Um, you know, I mean, I think when it comes to capturing data within the food and beverage industry, all I really see in terms of capturing data is when you're, you're booking a reservation, for mm, example. Right. Um, but then with other industries, with the telcos and the financial services, they're, they're the ones that are actually um, relying on more tech um, and AI. Mm-hmm. Um, within the food and beverage industry, there's still so much room. Um, and other industries, there's still so, so much room to... Um, to be able to, or for them to integrate technology and to really capture data and use that data for their benefit. That's interesting because I remember I was watching the show. I don't know if you watched The Bear. And, you know, that's Mm -hmm. a really good example of customer experience where it was somebody's birthday and they got him a specialized birthday um, food for him, like from his childhood. And I thought that was very interesting. So do you think that um, could you give an example maybe of like one company that's kind of like really striving customer experience in Ghana? Well, there's a few. Um, I think, so top of mind, I mean, I, I always talk about this brand. Express Pay mm-hmm. is definitely at the top of the list when it comes to customer experience. They have a good understanding of what kind of customer experience they want to deliver. And it's very apparent mm-hmm. from a customer experience perspective like as an expert i can see that they had a vision in mind right um so when it comes to express pay they do they're very responsive um they're really good with continuous improvement they're really good with customer service um they really have an understanding of the end-to-end experience that they're trying to deliver so i always talk about express pay but then even within like the hospitality industry I've seen, like I said before, I've seen businesses invest a lot into um, their learning and development. So there's a few brands. So the Wingman is actually great. It's a great example. Mm-hmm. Um, they're a small food business, but they have developed a reputation because of their great food and their personalization. A lot of people talk about how every time they call the wingman, they don't even have to introduce themselves. They're greeted with their name. And mm-hmm. customers appreciate that because not a lot of businesses are doing that here. And then there's also um, Le Petit Oiseau, which is a restaurant, an Afrofusion restaurant in Laboni. And they have some of the best um, servers I've seen mm-hmm. in Ghana okay. because... I can tell because they, like, I've been there once and they were going through their training, their learning and development, but that's one restaurant out of a few that is owned by the same owners. And I've seen the consistency across all their different locations that they take their time to really train and develop their employees. They fly them out so that they can have an understanding of where the products that they're selling is coming from. Um, And I think that kind of, culture of learning and development is increasing within the hospitality industry. That's interesting. I remember, I think you get an example of Wingman. I remember I called Wingman one time and they remembered my name and I was kind of like spooked yeah. a bit because I don't think I've had any company <laughs> remember my name when calling them for an order. So that's actually, was pretty good. I was actually appreciative of that. 
So when it comes to like the customer experience, like what do you think are the challenges in Ghana? Like what, what's stopping businesses or, or just um, services from delivering that like exceptional customer experience? Uh, there's so many barriers. Um, there's a few main ones that I've seen consistently across the board. So education is a big thing, hmm. right? And what I like, to, what I usually do is I compare it to, you know, when I was working in customer experience in Canada versus over here, the one of the, the key differences is that the level of literacy is much higher in the West or in, in developing markets than it is in emerging markets, right? So right. the customer facing staff that is that you find in Ghana, for example, are not as educated or as exposed as you would find in Canada. So what happens is that there's a higher, a steeper learning curve, right? And so you have to spend more time and resources trying to get them to understand what customer experience is. And not a lot of businesses have that time and resources. They don't have the extra money to spend on educating on customer experience. Another barrier I would say is, you know, the employee turnover. So we see in a lot of businesses that they have high employee turnover rates, so they never really get to see their return on education or their investment into customer experience development. So what I've we've started doing is initially we would go in and train staff or employees for business owners, but we realized that because they weren't seeing their return on education, we needed to find another solution. So what we've been doing um, over the past two years or so is that we've been developing in-house customer experience programs that they can tap into for new and existing staff and then consistently train their staff even after we exit. So those are the two, I would say the two key barriers. And then I think the last one would be that a lot of businesses are not collecting customer data. They're not taking advantage of technological tools that allow them to capture the important customer data that they would use to make more informed business decisions, right? So just how you said, um, you know, you called the wingman and they knew your name, that is personalization. It's a great way to develop customer experience. It's a great way to encourage customer loyalty. But if you don't have a customer database, you wouldn't be able to identify who's calling you, right? If you don't have any kind of technological um, tool that you're using to see what your customers' buying behaviors are, what their preferences are, what their needs are, you wouldn't be able to develop a robust customer experience. So we need businesses to start really prioritizing, collecting customer data, and using that data to make more informed um, business decisions when it comes to their customer experience. Okay, cool. So I think you mentioned the personal touch points, you know, trying to collect customer data. Um, like, how do you think businesses should like kind of balance that using technology and also using more personal touch? Because as you said, there's a gap with education in Ghana. So how, if they're not less literate, how are they even going to embrace the use of technology? Um, yeah, so I actually spoke about this not too long ago, how it's important that your employees are able to take on the technology that you're trying to integrate into your business. At the end of the day, it's still going to be a human experience for the employee and for the customer. So before you decide to incorporate technology or integrate technology into your operations, you have to do an assessment to see whether your business is ready for that technology and whether your employees will be able to um, use that technology in a way that benefits the business and meets the outcomes that you're trying to achieve. Um, it's definitely a delicate balance. Um, you have to really um, have a plan in place in terms of uh, introducing your employees to that technology. 
um, and then also providing them with additional tools that they need to be able to use it effectively. So I would say that as a business, you need to really see if you're ready for it first and whether your employees are ready for it before you actually integrate it into your business. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, trying to make sure they know how to even use the tools. I know you mentioned uh, ExpressPay as one of the uh, companies that are using tech. Like, have you seen any, any other um, company, especially maybe the food and beverage industry, using technology to increase their customer experience? Not that I know of. Um, I think they're trying to, um, but I haven't seen any... I haven't seen anything substantial. Let me just put it that way. I think there's, you know, mm. they do collect data, especially if they're, they have like a delivery service, but I haven't seen anyone really using that data for something substantial in terms of improving their customer experience. I'll give you an example. I went to, um, let's call it a hospitality business and um, so. they had access, they had the availability of free Wi-Fi. But then to mm -hmm. get the free Wi-Fi, it was such a cumbersome experience, right? The customer had to get up and go put their email into some app or they had to download an app, put the, their email into the app. It was just, it just didn't make sense, right? So eventually the person right. I was with was like, I'm not going to bother doing that, right? So we need businesses to think right. about that aspect as well. So you want to... Um, introduce all these, you want to introduce tech into your business, have um, all these capabilities and all these service offerings, but you also need to think about how it impacts the customer experience because it might actually impact the customer experience negatively um, without mm -hmm. you even realizing it. Yeah, yeah, that, that, that's a great point. You know, if I want to get free Wi-Fi, I should just like log in and just like tap one button instead of going through a whole <laughs> app download process. Exactly. Okay, so I think you mentioned that education is a big um, factor as far as, you know, customer experience. Do you think there are other, like, areas where um, customer experience can be improved as part from education? Because, yeah, because it seems that there's a lot of untapped opportunities in Ghana because not a lot of companies really stand out when it comes to customer experience delivery. I mean, at the end of the day, there's always going to be untapped opportunities, right? But if at the very basic level there isn't an understanding, everything else will be right so i do think that businesses like i like for example i have a dog and i take my dog to the groomers every month but i don't have any customer engagement in between those visits like i would expect that if i'm consistently going there that they would send me maybe a reminder saying you know your dog is due for mm -hmm. a grooming session or letting me sending yeah. me tips so there's no there's Opportunity for customer engagement, I believe, in between transactions. More businesses need to think about how they can engage with their customers where it's not just about the transaction or the sale. And then that's an opportunity to develop um, customer loyalty and improve their customer retention rate. Mm -hmm. I also think that businesses need to focus, like, and this goes back to the example that I just gave you, and there should be more focus on anticipating or anticipated services so mm -hmm. you know that if you're paying attention to the data, you're paying attention to what your the feedback your customers are giving you, then you can anticipate certain services that you can provide. And that is adding value to the customer experience you're providing your customers, right? So yeah. I, those are two areas that I think that there's a lot of opportunity for. But then again, it goes back to, are they collecting that customer data? Because they need that customer data and those reports and those insights to be able to provide any kind of customer engagement and then develop a strategy where they can take advantage of the customer experience.
Hmm. Yeah, that's actually true because you mentioned before that we're getting more of the year return. Mm -hmm. So we're getting more of African Americans coming back, to, coming to Ghana, and they have a kind of a you know, you know they they've experienced some customer service in the U.S., which is a, a way higher than in Ghana. Exactly. So, it, it, so it's it's very interesting. So do you think that um, businesses in Ghana should really consider? The fact that you know they're getting more expats coming into the country, so they need to increase their experience. Yes, and it's it would be actually like ludicrous if there are businesses that are not considering that, because right now, especially in especially in the last three years, three four years, we have such a surge of tourists coming into the country that you need to be able to deliver on customer experience, because. We also have like these um, tour companies and like all these travel and tourism companies also bringing people into the country. It's not just during December, which is our peak period, but year mm -hmm. round, we have tourists coming into the country. So businesses need to have a customer experience strategy and to be able to deliver an optimal customer experience across all touch points. One of the biggest frustrations a lot of tourists have is that they don't have, they're unable to um, get in touch with businesses here because when you call the number, they don't pick up, they're not responding to emails. And strangely enough, I was reading a, a report a couple, maybe like a month ago about customer experience in Africa. And it turns out mm -hmm. that now the preferred channel for communication from customers and with businesses is WhatsApp. But yeah, big deal. WhatsApp isn't that big in the States, mm -hmm. you know? So it's like, you have to have those, that omni-channel experience. You have to be able to communicate with customers by email, by a phone, by a WhatsApp, by a social media. You need to have all your touch points optimized to deliver that positive customer experience. And as a business right now in Ghana, it's even more important because, you know, we were in a, we're going through a very tough um, economic situation. And you need yep, to have sure. a way to retain your customers. It's it's cheaper to retain your customers than to spend on acquiring new customers. So you need to be able to differentiate on something other than the price. And that customer experience is the easiest way to be able to keep those customers loyal to your brand and keep that revenue coming in. But do you think that because funny thing, you know, in the city of Accra, well, we realize that there's a lot of restaurants who keep popping up, but as far as experience, it's not that, you know, it doesn't really come about as much. We don't see that great experience, but yet people still keep going back to these same places over again. So what do you think that maybe from the, I guess, from the customers, what do you think needs to happen? From the, do you think that the customers need to be more vocal about getting better experiences or you just think it's a cultural uh, thing that keeps happening? I mean, that's a really good question because I I definitely talk about this a lot. I do think customers owe it to themselves to review, um, leave honest reviews and feedback about the businesses that they're they're spending their money at. You know, they, they are entitled to a good customer experience when they go and they spend their money at a business. But I also think that businesses, especially in the hospitality industry, are losing focus because now it seems that the priority is more so the aesthetics and being social social media worthy you know like they have to have their their setup to look so um to look pleasant enough that instagram, yeah. instagram worthy right yeah. instagrammable and 
that is great because it's part it's one one part of the customer experience but what about all the other parts of the customer experience because as as beautiful as your business looks if your customer service is horrible that's a negative customer experience customers will just come there take pictures and leave um so mm. businesses definitely need to think about the end-to-end -end experience you know spend they're more inclined to spend money on marketing, but if your marketing, your business, and your customer service is bad or your customer engagement is bad, then what is the point? You're going, to, you're not going to be able to retain those customers. And then the customers need to also take that responsibility on themselves and post those reviews. You know, Google reviews, give feedback, because if a business sees that you don't care about whether they're providing a good or bad service, they're not going to change. There's no need for continuous improvement. So customers also mm. have to, I know it's not really part of our culture, but, you know, I, I just feel yeah, like you're- no, they, like, they, don't want, they don't want to like criticize the business because they think they're making trouble. Yeah, but that's not it. Because for any serious business, if you have negative feedback, they're going to take that feedback on and say, okay, well, what are the gaps in our experience or what are the gaps in our operations? Where do we need to improve? So it's almost like you're doing a disservice to the country or to the industry by not leaving those feedback and uh, leaving the feedback that you've had about your experience. I personally will always give feedback because I always feel like it's better to say something than not say something and then be frustrated as a customer every time I go to a business. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah, that makes sense. So, you know, we're getting, I think we already mentioned about, you know, the your, your return, more tourism coming to the country. Like, do you think that that will help, you know, to increase or, kind of, well, let me see, evolve the industry, the customer experience industry a bit better in the future, maybe next, maybe three to five years? Like, what's your opinion on that? The customer experience industry? Yeah, do you think that there'll be more, I guess, more, you know, uh, businesses like yours, more businesses evolving to deliver a better customer experience because of the increased tourism and, you know, more traffic? No, I don't think it will be because of increased tourism. I just think that the we need to there's a need for it, right? So it's not going to be necessarily driven by the tourism, but it's more so that we need to educate business owners on why this is important, right? Mm -hmm. um, I think there's a lot of business growth within the country, and that is what will actually um, increase the number of people within the customer experience industry working with these businesses because there's going to be a need to differentiate. There's going to be more competition. Businesses need to differentiate. They need to, they need a way to stand out. It's not going to be, I don't think it will be driven by an increase in tourism, tourists coming into the country. Mm. You don't think so? You don't think that maybe because of, you know, the potential to increase revenue, they might look to customer experience to help increase that? I mean, revenue would be, is always going to be a driving factor. Revenue is always going to be a driving mm -hmm. factor. But again, it goes back to businesses understanding that that's, that's one of the byproducts of investing in your customer experience. So if they want to increase revenue and have revenue consistently, yes, customer experience is a good way to do that. Okay. Cool. So we're just kind of wrapping up, but I want to get your take on this. Do you, what do you think businesses need to do better? I know we've talked about, you know, educating their staff, maybe thinking about incorporating tech into their touch points. But what do you think that businesses can do to remain competitive nowadays, especially in the food and beverage industry? You know, lots of restaurants are coming up every, you know, almost every week there's a new restaurant opening or a cafe opening. But what do you think they need to do to remain competitive, especially in today's um, art? climate? I think two things. 
I think that businesses need to understand, and I've said this before, they need to understand the end-to-end experience, right? So it's not just what is happening within the business, it's what's happening before and after as well. And that is where I believe there's opportunities for customer loyalty and as well as opportunities to get customer feedback. So that was my second point. More businesses need to pay attention and value customer feedback. Customer feedback doesn't have to be um, an attack, but there's so much re- there's so much opportunity for growth and for improvements when you listen to what your customers are saying about their experiences with your business. Okay, so it's like you can find out about gaps in your customer experience, gaps in your operations, things that customers want, because customers are the ones that are patronizing your business. So if they notice that something is missing or they would like something, and enough customers say that, that's an indication that you can add something to your value offering for your customers. So definitely pay attention to your end-to-end experience before, during, and after, and then also prioritize the customer, be more customer-centric, ask them for feedback, and take that feedback on and do something with it. So there's some continuous improvement. Okay, that's good. So just um, just to wrap up one more question. I mean, so you've been in business for the past seven years, you said? Yes. Okay, like what do you think, as far as evolving your business, I know you just kind of rebranded to CX, you know, trying to focus more on customer experience. Like, do you see yourself maybe, you know, evolving outside the city, you know, getting more hands-on, getting more, I guess, workers, expanding more? Um, outside of the city. Outside of the city, maybe even the country? Yes. Yeah, so we do have clients outside of Ghana. Um, we have clients outside of Accra as well. I think that for us, it's really important that we – we align with um, bigger organizations. If, for us, it would be great if we could align with the tourism industry um, or the Ministry of Tourism so that we can get more of these resources to even like tour guides that are taking people around to like the waterfalls or to smaller locations around Ghana. Yeah. They have an understanding of what customer experience is. But then also with us, because we always focus on the end experience, aligning with the ministries would and the government would help us tell, show them and identify where the gaps are in the experience, right? Because we know, and for me, because of my personal experience, like having lived in three different countries before moving back to Ghana, um, what tourists expect when they come into the country. And there are so, there's so much room for improvement uh, when it comes to our tourism industry. So that's something that we would love to work on in the next year or so. Right. I remember I went to Singapore um, some years back and, you know, as far as tourism, they did a really good job because I think all the tourists were accredited. So they had to learn how to kind of talk to the you know tourists, how to guide them, ask, answer questions, things like that. And I think that's more of a government push. So do you think that the government needs to do a better job as far as, you know, incorporating that kind of customer experience? Definitely, definitely. I just think that it's not a pillar that they're focusing on as much. Um, They need to focus on making sure that tourists also have an excellent experience when they come. And it's not just, I mean, it's even like basic amenities. That's part of the experience that the tourists will have when they visit all these different tour sites, right? So they, there needs to be more of a focus on those, the different aspects that affect the experience that the tourists will have when they come into the country, education for people that are providing these experiences and resources that they can tap into. Nice. Okay. And I think with that, we can definitely wrap it up. So thank you, Maureen. Thank you for the insights. Really appreciate it. 
And where, where can customers or users just find you? Like, what's your website? What's your handles on social media? So you can find me on social media, um, Bawoni CX, um, B-A-W-O-N-I-C-X. And then um, my, our website is bawoniconsult.com. Awesome. Awesome. Thanks you, Maureen. Thank you very much. Thanks, and thanks for coming on. One, two, three.